Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of this unbelievable life. Today I have with me Tim Black with WNIN. Tim has been the WNIN president and CEO for the last two years, but that follows six years of the organization's VP of development role. Tim has been on-air talent and has held numerous management positions in Evansville Media for over 30 years. Today I've asked Tim on to tell us all about WNIN. Tim, take it away. All right, Nikki, thanks so much. This is a great opportunity um, to be able to talk about WNIN, and I hope the folks who might be uh, watching or listening to the podcast uh, are already WNIN supporters, but if you're not, then maybe this is going to help spur you into some action. Um, you know, th there are a lot of things about WNIN that, that I'm not sure a lot of people in the community really know about, and I like to bring that to their attention from time to time when I have the opportunity. Um, I think one of the first things, obviously, WNIN is our public media uh, entity in this community, both television and radio. Um, we are a PBS affiliate, of course, on television, an NPR affiliate on radio, and then we try to fill in the blanks in those places with local programming. Um, that's probably a good place to start because that's actually a rather, it's not just unusual, that's sort of a unique situation for public media outlets across the entire country. WNIN is officially known as a dual licensee with the FCC. Um, and what that means pretty simply is that we manage within one organization both a public media television station and a public media radio station. And that doesn't happen very often around the country. In fact, we are one of only a handful of uh, operations in the country that are considered dual licensees. So that's really a neat thing to be able to say about the Evansville community. And speaking of community, the other unique aspect of WNIN is that the operation is managed by a local volunteer community board of directors. Um, in most cases around the country, it's fairly standard for public media outlets, whether it's television or radio, um, to usually be housed on a university or a college campus. Um, and if you think about it, if you've not lived in the Evansville area for a long time or you've been in other places, you probably start thinking about it and like, yeah, that's right. Uh, my other local public media affiliate was either part of the university um, or part of some kind of an educational institution. And then those organizations are managed by the university or the college. So. That's a unique aspect of WNI as well, is that uh, our operation is overseen and managed, it's guided, it's advised by uh, a board of directors that's made up of local community volunteers. So those are just a couple of neat things to be able to say, I think, about WNIN. Um, I also want to take the opportunity to talk a little bit about something that's very near and dear to me. Um, you know, as Nikki said at the outset, I've been involved in some aspect of local media in Evansville for about 30 years now. Um, I believe in local media, and I think that local media believes in and should be producing local programming. Um, I realize that a lot of the folks who watch television, they love their PBS programming. Likewise, people who listen to the radio station love the NPR programming. Those are important aspects of what we do. And if that's what you like and that's why you support us, fantastic, good for you. But I also think that it's public media's role and job in a community, especially in this really fragmented media market that we find ourselves in anymore now with social media and newspapers disappearing and even local television stations not really doing as much local as they used to do. 
I think public media has the responsibility and should be their mission to fill that gap. And so WNIN, especially since I came on board as president and CEO, we've really been focusing on local, 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 whether that's on radio or television. Um, if you listen to the radio station regularly, you'll know that just within the last few months, uh, our very own John Gibson has started hosting a weekly program on Fridays called the Friday Wrap. Uh, it's a pretty simple concept. He brings in local journalists and other folks in the community, and they just sort of wrap up the week of whatever's been happening in the Evansville and Tri-State area. And we also encourage uh, listeners to uh, take part, whether that's sending a question or a comment via social media, calling us on the telephone, sending an email. Um, it's becoming a popular program. Of course, I, I'm not sure anybody watching or listening to this right now is, is not familiar with David James. I mean, he spent 40 some years on local television as the main news anchor at WFIE Channel 14 here in Evansville. We are really fortunate to have David as part of our family here at WNIN. And almost since the moment that he started working for us uh, a couple of years ago now, he hosts a weekly radio program called Two Main Street. Very popular. He usually sits down with only one or two guests for an entire hour, lots of local authors, other people in the community, and uh, really does an enjoyable and engaging program. Uh, and we're going to be adding yet another local program coming up really, really soon. I can't say much about that right now, but so I'll just leave that at there. Maybe I'll have an opportunity to come back at another time and we can talk about that. But it is going to be another local radio program added to the lineup. On the other side of the coin, on television, Thursday night is the night that we devote to local programming here on WNIN. Uh, gets kicked off in the evening by our very own local public affairs program called Newsmakers. Um, again, pretty simple concept. We try to focus each week on something going on in the community, something going on in the tri-state area. We bring in the folks who can talk most intelligently and most informatively about that, and we put them on that show on Thursday nights. David James, again, does a television version of his radio show, Two Main Street. That airs on Thursday nights on WNIN. Some of you may remember the original Shively and Shoulders program that aired many years ago on WNIN as a weekly program. We're very fortunate to have it back on our air now as a monthly program. It also airs on Thursday nights. Um, one of the other local shows that we've been known for at WNIN for a while now is Lawmakers. Um, that program is sort of a short-run series and that we only do that program. It's hosted by John Gibson from uh, the news side on radio, um, and it airs later on Friday nights. That's the program that we always produce and air during the Indiana State Legislative Session. And we generally end up bringing most every representative, whether senator or a representative in the southern Indiana area into our studios, and we get to talk to them during the course of that legislative session and talk to them about whatever's going on at the state house. So that's another local effort that we do. Um, we produce a lot of local documentaries. We just recently did a really popular local documentary that profiled about 10 local churches uh, in our area. Spent a lot of time talking about the church itself, but maybe focusing a little bit more attention on the church buildings. We have so much unique architecture among our churches in the community, and we thought that would make a great topic for a local documentary. Um, that has recently been on our air, and all of these programs, by the way, I should probably mention to you, if you're interested in seeing them, 
All you got to do is go to our website at WNIN.org. And you can find all of these programs there and you can stream them or download them and watch them or listen to them. All of our radio content is there as well at, at your convenience. Um, <clears throat> that gives you a little bit of an idea about what we've been doing. I probably don't have to say it, but I will. When you start talking about local programming, um, it does not come cheap. It's not inexpensive. We have professionals who work within this organization who are doing what they love to do. Um, all of those things cost money, and we've been very fortunate to have a lot of financial support from this community. But just like you, we've recently come out of you know some dark years, I'll call them, two, three years of the COVID pandemic. Um, fundraising was way off during those years. Uh, we were basically supported by a lot of very generous grants that came from large organizations and others around the country to make sure the public media was supported. Now that we're coming out of that, um, it's still not the greatest of an economic situation out there, and that tends to affect charities and nonprofits before it affects anything else. Um, you know, we get it. You're going to go to the store and buy your groceries or pay your rent or put gas in the car long before you're going to decide that I'm going to send a check to support WNIN. Um, that, though, is not a good situation for us. And even though we are always so very fortunate here to get help from our community, whether that's from individuals or from corporate citizens in the community, um, this year has been tough. And, and that's just a simple way of saying it. This has been a tough fundraising year for us. We want to continue doing this type of local content. We want to keep bringing you the PBS programming and the NPR programming, which we have to pay for, by the way. Um, that's probably an aspect of the operation that most people don't realize. Uh, we are required to pay a fee uh, every year to both PBS and to NPR in order to have the right to air all of their programming. And it is not an inexpensive uh, sum of money. Uh, it's, it's in the, the, the several thousands of dollars that we have to pay them. So that's where we focus a lot of our attention when it comes to fundraising and getting support for the community. So if you are so inclined, uh, maybe you're someone out there who is rather fortunate when it comes to a financial situation, and maybe you could dig just a little bit deeper and uh, maybe give us a little bit of an extra gift to help make up for somebody out there who can't do that very same thing and maybe to help take care of what that individual or that family might have normally sent our way. We are always happy to accept donations and it does not matter how small or how large. Uh, we've been getting a lot of fundraising activity lately on both PayPal and Venmo and some of the other uh, cash apps that are out there. Often we get gifts of $25 through, through those doorways, but it all adds up. So whatever you can offer to help us, we'd appreciate it. Um, you know, a couple of things about fundraising. I think the point that I need to make, because I have to say it a lot, we do not get any support from the federal government. And I realize that surprises a lot of people. Uh, we do get some support from the state of Indiana, which we're always very appreciative of, but it's a relatively small amount of money. Um, the money that we receive on a national basis actually comes to us through another nonprofit called the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. And if you spend any time at all watching PBS programming, you either hear that or you see that a lot. Um, that is the nonprofit that was created by Congress many, many years ago to oversee national funding of public media. 
Yes, the federal government puts into their budget every year a certain amount of money to help support public media around the country, but the government does not distribute that money. That money gets sent to the Corporation for Public Broadcasting and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting on its own, it's an independent organization. It gets to decide how and when those funds get distributed to local television and radio stations around the country. So that's the kind of support we receive from national level. Having said all that, <clears throat> we're very fortunate, I think, to be able to say in this community, Evansville and the Tri-State, our annual operating revenue budget, over 50% of that, well over 50% of that comes from local sources. Um, and I think that's a great thing. It means that individuals are making gifts to the station. It means our corporate citizens are making gifts to the station. We're receiving grants from some of the community foundations in the area. But when it's all put together, what we receive from the state, what we receive from the federal government uh, or from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, it still doesn't even achieve half of what we use to operate on an annual basis. So that's why it is so important that you continue to support us. Um, we have about three revenue streams at WNIN that come from local areas. We get the individual checks that come from the people who I hope are listening and watching this right now. That's considered the membership donations. Um, our events help to generate funds for the station. And then, of course, we also sell underwriting to local corporate uh, entities in the community. That probably looks a lot like a commercial for those of you who watch or listen at home, but it's not really a commercial because we're under some pretty strict rules as a public media entity on what we can put on the air um, that is a marketing message, if you will, for a corporate citizen in the community. But all three of those things uh, are combined to help create the, the operational revenue budget that we receive of WNIN on an annual basis. So, um, you know, I think I've said a lot of good things about the station. There certainly is a reason to support us. Um, I'm going to say again that we live and we operate and we work within a society and community right now that is totally splintered when it comes to media. Um, you know, I'm not going to point fingers and I'm not going to call out individuals or specific names, but you know, if you're watching or listening to this right now, that things just aren't like they used to be when it comes particularly to local news coverage, um, to local information, I'll call it. We are working very hard here at WNIN to try to fill those gaps, but we need your help to do that. We're committed to doing it, and we will use your generous support very wisely. We will use it in the right places, but we have to receive that first. So if you do want to support us, I certainly invite you to do that. Maybe you're a decision maker or a major influencer at a local corporate uh, entity in the community. You can make individual gifts. We certainly welcome the corporate support sponsorships that we receive for events and other such things. Corporate support that comes through underwriting, any of those things work for us and they support what we do here. You can find out every bit of this information. You don't have to remember any of it. You can find all of it on our website at www.wnin.org. It will allow you to make a gift to the station. If you're interested in underwriting or sponsoring an event, it will tell you how to accomplish all of that. If you just want to find out what's going to be on tonight on television or tomorrow on the radio station, you can find all of that there as well. So please 
head over to WNIN.org. You can check us out on any of our social media channels, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We're in all of those places. Every one of those will have some way to take you right back to WNIN.org so that you can make a gift. And as I always say, when you do that, we're going to say thank you very much. And thank you, Nikki, for letting me have an opportunity to take over the stage here for a little bit. Well, you are most welcome. And and having come, in, come from the nonprofit sector, I just want to reiterate to everyone, whether you are the person that is writing the check or you're signing up for you know a sponsorship or attending the event, um, please, please do, A, but B, remember those connections. We all have our own circles of influence. So if you know somebody that that might apply to as well, spread the word. It's all about awareness about WNIN. And I just want to thank you, Tim, again, for being on today to fill us in. I learned a lot of things that I didn't already know. And I hope that our listeners did as well. So thank you. Thank you also to the listeners. And I want to wish everybody a blessed and wonderful day.